Hey, thanks for listening to the Morning X This Week podcast, powered by Expert Electronics, your car audio and tent headquarters. Here are the clips we thought didn't suck this week. The online store Dolls Kill is selling a Bernie Sanders costume. It is dubbed the Tricks and Treats Once Again Asking Costume Set. Sells for 85 bucks, includes a gray coat, cozy mittens, and a face mask. So you can look like, you know, Bernie with the mittens on or whatever, but sexy because it has no pants on. Now, the Internet has their own things to say about this, like some people complaining, uh, like, how is this 85 bucks when I have a coat, mittens, and no pants at home? Which is a pretty good point, but I wanted to know how the senator himself felt about it, so I got him on the phone right now. Bernie Sanders, welcome back to the show. Hello, thank you. Great to be here. So have you seen this Halloween costume, the sexy Bernie Sanders costume? Um, yes, I uh, actually designed the costume. <laughs> oh, you did? What led you to do that? Well, it started as an experiment because my wife wanted to know what I would look like wearing her brassiere. <laughs> and uh, just grew from there into a skin-tight jumpsuit made with leather and a choker with spikes around the neck. Uh, no, Senator, we're actually talking about the Halloween costume with the mittens and the coat. Uh, you know, the one with no pants. Right. Well, uh, that one really isn't as sexy as the one I wear. <laughs> I mean, really, me with no pants on, uh, people who want to throw up in their mouths should buy that costume this year. Okay. Especially if it comes with uh, prosthetics for uh, down there. No, oh, no, not that I know of. Not that I know of. I don't even want to picture that. So uh, how do you feel about the price of this costume? It's 85 bucks. Well, if you want to spend $85 to see me with no pants on, find me on OnlyFans. I've started a page there. <laughs> I would love to see the Bernie Sanders OnlyFans page. Uh, do you like the idea that people want to dress up as you for Halloween? How do you feel about that? Well, as I told the press already, there are far scarier things going on right now in the world and the country. Oh, right. Like how hard the wealthy and world's uh, corporations are fighting to stop Congress from finally addressing the long-neglected needs of the working class? No, like vampires. Oh. <laughs> vampires. They're huh? everywhere. All right. I think we've heard enough, Senator. Thanks for joining me. All right. Thank you for having me. Goodbye. It's in the morning, X and Matt Hall's favorite band, the Nickelback. You know what? <laughs> they get a bad rap. I'm sorry. They have a couple of songs that I like. Matt was clapping and bobbing his head while that was on. Like that one where it's like, uh, I'm doing standing in line for clubs I'll never get in. What's that one? The rock star song? Yeah, you're pretending like you don't know. I, I, <laughs> What's the one called where they sing all of these lyrics and then you know the whole song? I, know. I just think they get a bad rap. People go see them. They you, do. They got hit songs, man. They we know play how, them here. They know how to make hits, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We don't always play songs that everybody likes, but we have to cast a wide net. As That's they true. Say. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I brought you in here because it's debate day. Oh, good. I am a master debater. <laughs> so I'm. So I'm told. <laughs> That's why you're in the bathroom so often. It is. Yeah. You're in there master debating. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, so I got to think about this over the weekend because I was playing a video game called Hitman 2. Have you ever played this? I've, I've heard of the game. Yeah. I, I know you're more of a sports game guy. I like to play Madden and get my ass whooped by the computer every time I play. <laughs> you ever play Madden online? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Forget the, it. The kids talk trash. It's so – It's I can't do it. They're so, mean. Yeah. I, I definitely prefer the shooting games. I don't mind sports games, but like like the shooting games, uh, Call of Duty – yeah. You know, that that's my jam right there. On our Facebook page right now, we are debating today, shooting games or sports games once and for all, Halo or Madden, Call of Duty or The Show. 
It's uh, it's your preference. I mean, honestly, for me, I go sports because I just don't like those shooter games. Matt's uh, against the violence. Well, they're hard. Okay, I like James Bond, Goldeneye. All right, when was that? That was two thousand ninety-five or something. Try ninety-six on yeah. that one. Yeah, 97. but they're just too hard to like. I can't aim, and like I always get killed by somebody, and I just it's I don't like it. So it's not the violence. It's the um, it's, it's difficult. It's that you suck at them. I suck at them. You got to practice. It takes a while. I used to suck, and now I, now I'm definitely like a C minus player. And I find it weird that all these get, like some of those games are like actual wars that we've been in. Yeah, we but Call of Duty World War Two is one of my favorite games of all time. There were people that were actually in that war. Yeah, none of them are opening up the PS5 to play today. I, I, I know it's just I find that I weird. I promise, right? Yeah, nobody, nobody's like, hey, Grandpa, remember this? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nobody's nobody's doing that. So I think it's okay. Okay, but I just I don't know. I, I suck at them. I'm I like sport. I like the sports games, and I, I suck at those too. But those are more fun for me. They, they like to blame gun violence uh, on, on, on violent yeah. video games, but nobody ever thanks sports games for sports abilities. If that's the case, ability what pressing a button? Well, if okay, well if if playing a shooting game will make me want to shoot people, then right. playing a sports game should make me. A better athlete, right? It should make you want to play sports, I guess. And that, yeah. That's what it should. Of course, they don't. kids don't go outside anymore or talk to anybody. They just play games all day. You know, when you see a guy get drafted into the NFL, he's not like, well, I want to thank my parents and my coach, uh, but especially Madden 99. I would not have been yeah. here without that game. <laughs> yeah, I would have scored that touchdown if I wouldn't have hit the spin button. I hit circle and, and got into the end zone. <laughs> I hit R1, and I, I, I went faster. Yeah. You know what games I hate? As far as the shooting games go, and this happens in every game. And some games, the entire game is like this, and that's what Hitman 2 is like. I cannot stand stealth shooting video games. Games where you have to sneak around and be quiet. There's, like, guards you have to sneak around. I want to kill the guards. Like James Bond. You're, like, you're talking about Goldeneye. I would just shoot everybody. Me in that too. Game. You're not supposed to, but yeah, you shoot yeah, your allies and whatever. Stealth games too. suck, and I hate them because I stink at them. My wife is like, "Well, why don't you just I'm like shh, 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 shh. like I'm trying to concentrate here." Do you play online with other people? Uh, when I play Call of Duty, yeah, I'll play GTA online as well. Okay, uh, which is like you know you're you're in the world of Grand Theft Auto, but online with a bunch of a holes. Wait, you can play Grand Theft Auto with multiple people online? Yeah, there's like the actual game. That they may like GTA Five, but then there's GTA Online, which is like an immersive world. Oh, so you can all get together and steal cars, you can create, right? And create your own characters. Really, it's a whole thing now, they man. I mean, that that shows me how long it's been since you've played Grand Theft Auto. I've only played the original one on PlayStation. Let me tell, let me tell you what you do the least in that game: it's steal cars. It's not <laughs> the, about stealing cars anymore. The least you do that you you can, and it's fun to do that. But it like GTA now, it's like this: you're a crime lord, basically. No, and, great. Uh, <laughs> Teaching the kids good morals and values. See, again, don't blame the goddamn play, video games. I play into the video games. It's their fault for everything. I've played GTA online for probably a hundred hours in my life. I've never once thought I should try this in real life. I like Super Mario. That's my response to that. Well, that's why Matt goes around and stomps on turtles uh-huh. Uh, on, a, on a weekly basis. It's, it's, blame it, the video games. It was a good game. Oh, and Mario Kart 2 is a fun game. That's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever slipped on a banana peel on the highway, Matt Hall's fault. I, I threw it out the window, and I went, it's a me, it's a Matt who threw that. I'm not going to win. So he's doing racist Italian accents, which, by the way, <laughs> hey, don't you? we have to talk another time about, about the new Mario movie and the casting. I do, yeah. It's, it looks pretty cool. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, on our Facebook page, at the X Rockford, Join the debate, shooting games or sports games. One of them's got to go. 
Um, Which one do you think? I picked the shooting games, but I'm sure a lot of people are in the other camp. And I'm on the side of the sports games. Yeah. I like sports games, but if I had to pick one, I want to shoot. I want to shoot. It's just it's a, it's a release, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to stay away from you. <laughs> Again, I'm not bringing it into the real world, Matt. <laughs> okay. Oh, whatever you say, Kev. <laughs> you can send me a text to 59457 as well. Start it with Kev or will not come to me. It's the Morning X. It went downhill from there. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X at 718. It is Kev. Time for the Weird News Wire. We're going to go around and find out the weirdest stuff that's been going on with people. Uh, we'll start with the California quote-unquote shaman. She was uh, charged with starting a wildfire that's threatening thousands of homes. She did plead not guilty, but she admitted to attempting to boil bear pee to drink. Yes, bear urine. Why is that something you admit when asked if you started a fire? I don't understand that. You've been accused of uh, starting this wildfire. No, I didn't do that, but I was drinking some bear pee. If that helps in your investigation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, but uh, we'll just leave it right there. Uh, this is weird. This is something weird to do. A Tennessee man is accused of taking his mom's body to a hospital in another part of the state. Uh, but it is the way that he did it that wound up putting him in jail. 37-year-old Thomas Henshaw Jr. of Chattanooga picked his girlfriend up at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday with his mother's body wrapped in a tarp in the back of his truck. And with the body wrapped in a tarp in the back of his truck, they stopped for food, coffee, stopped for gas on the way. And uh, when they reached the VA Medical Center in Chattanooga, it was closed, so they drove to Nashville. Police noted that uh, the two passed multiple hospitals and law enforcement facilities along the way. Uh, he apparently uh, reported that his mother committed suicide. So he was arrested and charged with a failure to report the discovery of a dead body and evidence tampering. Homicide detectives are investigating in case, you know, he was the one who did it. Well, yeah, let's just stop for a snack. I need some coffee. I got to go potty. Mom will be fine in the back seat there. That's weird. And uh, an Alabama, an Alabama guy. He's quite the Renaissance man. He is a, a boudoir photographer and a barrel racer. Uh, and an animal advocate, social media influencer, uh, and apparently an illegal possum holder. Uh, on Friday, uh, he was taken by the state of uh, the possum that he had. He had he had a possum illegally, which is weird. Uh, it was taken from him by the state of Alabama and four game wardens arrived at his home with a search warrant for the four-year-old possum. Matthew says he's aware he broke the law and isn't asking for the possum back. He just wants to know where it was taken and that it's alive. The Alabama Division of Wildlife and Freshwater Fisheries hasn't given him any information about where the possum has been sent. And so no charges have been filed against him. But how do you own an, uh, an illegal animal? I don't know. Is it illegal to catch an animal and keep it as a pet? I don't know the rules, but it's a, you know, it's the guy's job. He is a boudoir photographer and barrel racer, <laughs> and he's keeping illegal wild animals at his home, too. Uh, that is a reality show waiting to happen. If we like to watch reality shows about weird people and their weird lives, that would be one of them right there. 104.9 The Morning X, it is Kev. And uh, Matt Hall is here. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, yeah. Brian. Good morning, my friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's that about? I don't know anymore. You got a bad attitude today? I think so. You know how you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Dude, I ran over the biggest pile of roadkill. That's the worst. That I have ever seen. It's on I-39. Somebody ran over <laughs> Bigfoot, I think. <laughs> because I-39, <laughs> between Rochelle and here, northbound, there is the biggest pile of red. I ran straight through it, so I'm definitely hitting the car wash after work today. It's probably a deer that exploded all over the highway from like a semi or something. <sighs> that was something. a big deer. That yeah. was like Jurassic Park deer. That was that was terrifying. Yeah, that, that's always never fun. I hate when you run over a skunk because then it's like, oh, now my car smells. And, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, now like it's going to cook. The more I drive without washing it, the more it's going to cook yes, underneath it, my car and I'm going to smell like sausage. And now you got to pay for the extra undercoating spray for the car wash. That's like an extra three bucks. Yeah, but, you know, I just bought a car, like a brand new 2022. Oh, and yeah, you did. I definitely need to go get it rinsed. <laughs> <laughs> Figures, doesn't it? Let's hit today's celebrity dump. Uh, Matt, William Shatner. Yeah, I heard he's going to space. Going to space, yeah. that's right. He's decided to go where no man has gone before, except for all the people that have already done it. That's awesome, though, I think. He's going to do so aboard uh, Jeff Bezos' dong rocket. <laughs> Here's the thing about that. People talk crap about his dong rocket all the time. And yes, it does look like a very phallic-shaped thing. However, you try building one that's functional. I bet you that's the best way you can build it. How about pay your employees what they deserve to get paid? Also that, too. And let them go pee once in a while, Jeff. <laughs> We're going there. All right. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Shatner booked this on Priceline. <laughs> Do they just Priceline still Price a Priceline negotiator! He was the Priceline negotiator. He was. I, I do remember that. You know, it's only fitting that Captain Kirk goes to space. Yeah. I think that's super cool. He's 90 years old, too. I had no idea William Shatner was 90. I think he's hoping he'll find that green lady up there. Oh, yeah. You're the one that he banged in Star All right. Trek. All right. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going with Picard over Captain Kirk all day long as the superior captain. And Patrick Stewart? Yeah. Agreed. He was more captain-like. Uh, he And he did hook up with ladies, too. There were several episodes where Picard, you know... And he's got the best voice. Oh, man, yeah. Number one. <laughs> to make it so. You know what always made me laugh on that show? Okay, fine. First off, I did watch Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. When he would sit in his chair, he would cross his legs uh, whenever he would make commands, if you noticed. So he sits back, he crosses his legs and points and goes, make it so. Well, he doesn't want people to be looking at Captain Winky while he's trying to be serious, you know? <laughs> it's just a weird, I don't know, I don't know why. That was just the one thing that stuck out to me. And, uh, of course, the big news today in the celebrity world is not uh, Jeff Bezos' dong or uh, Picard's uh, Picard. I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, it is R. Kelly, found guilty of sex trafficking and racketeering. Yesterday, a jury found him guilty on all counts of 14 underlying acts, including sexual exploitation of a child and kidnapping. Uh, he could be looking at decades behind bars. So I guess we won't be hearing the remix to Ignition played at any wedding anytime soon. <laughs> People will play it anyway. I promise. When it comes, well, when it comes on, what do you do? Do you dance or do you go? Oh, <laughs> this guy. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like Ugh, I feel gross. You can't, you can't dance to R. Kelly songs anymore at a wedding. No, you can't. I just don't want to believe the truth. <laughs> well, I thought he was already in jail. I thought he was in jail. He was. I mean, he's in jail waiting on trial. Yeah. Well, like there's a difference between jail and prison. Now, he, now he's going to prison. No, he's not going to like that. Yeah. Well, the attorneys, of course, are unhappy with the verdict, mm -hmm. uh, saying that they will continue to fight for R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Saying, quote, that's how we do things at the law firm of Satan, Beelzebub, and Lucifer. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's any video evidence. Oh, wait, there is. <laughs> <laughs> All we can hope for is that 
R. Kelly gets peed on in prison. That's right? what he. I mean, that's what he gets. I mean, that's yeah. all we can. He's hope a for. bad person. <laughs> uh, I like the Space Jam song. Yeah, was that him? I believe I can fly. Oh, that was him. Yes, it was. Ah. Oh. Yeah, and back in the '90s, Michael Jordan like would like. Oh, and that was just wrong because now it's like uh, it's in a kids' movie, and yeah, now you just you think yeah, about yeah. that differently now, don't you? It's hard every time you hear it now. It's uh, ruined. Well, and this this is one case where it's going to be hard to separate the art from the artist. You know, some people like a lot of people just decided to do that with Michael Jackson. Cause, I you know, do too. Well, my, here's my theory about Michael Jackson. It's okay to listen to him up until like 1989, 90-ish, and then and then it's fine. Like so, like Thriller, you're fine. Thriller, you're fine. He hadn't started to no, be no, no. yet at that so, point. So pre that. Okay. <laughs> Billy Jean's fine. All bad. All that stuff is good. When you get into like black or white, though? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you can't. When he's dancing with Macaulay Culkin no, in the no, video? The, yeah. The Macaulay Culkin years. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, right. you have to stop listening to Michael Jackson. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin swore nothing happened. And I believe Macaulay Culkin, because why would he lie? Probably because he was paid a gigantic sum of money by Michael Jackson. If I had to guess, that would be it. I don't know. That's not a, a statement. That's like that's a guess. I, for some reason, I, I trust Macaulay. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> it's hard to. It's hard, or it's hard not to, right? Yeah. It's Mac Attack. <laughs> it's Kevin McAllister. How do you not believe it? Exactly. He'll kick your ass. He will. <laughs> Ask Joe Pesci about that. Right. <laughs> that's your celebrity dump. You're listening to Kev. Think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred? On the Morning X. It's 1049 The Morning X at 818. It is Kev on the phone now. Finally, with Wally at Ismail, footballabsurdity.com. Sorry we couldn't have you on yesterday. What happened? Um, I was recovering from the Bears loss. <laughs> I needed at least, my doctor recommended 24 hours of isolation and a lot of vodka. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wally woke up calling dinosaurs yesterday uh, over over the Bears' loss, unfortunately. But uh, we're glad you're uh, feeling at least a little bit better today. Call, calling dinosaurs? What does that mean? Uh, vomiting. Yeah, vo- vomiting, calling oh, dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have never heard that term before. Well, now, you, uh, now you have a new one. <laughs> okay. That's, it, we, I learned something new. I, I learned a couple things new. I learned that uh, I hate the Bears. <laughs> I didn't know that. Like, I mean, I still love them, but I hate them. It's like being married. You know, you love your wife, you also hate her a little bit. Right. That's how. That's how it usually works out. You have the, you have this deep love that you can't escape, but you have days when you're just you just you just want to jump out a window. I get it. I, I think I think the worst part is um, I, I I let myself feel hope and. <laughs> If you've listened to this segment enough, you know. Hope is a lie. You know. <laughs> hope is a lie. And this was just another kick in the guts that just showed me exactly why I should never feel anything. All right. So let me let me just uh, recap real quick. Got to do the professional thing and bring listeners up to speed who may not be. I hope there's nobody who's not. But uh, Bears lose 26-6 to to the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. Justin Fields sacked how many times? Nine. Nine. Times nine times. I, I, I disagree. I hope they didn't know. I hope there are people who got to ignore and avoid that travesty, that abomination of a game. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Some people whose lives aren't uh, irrevocable, irrevocably changed by it. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't finish watching it. 
Why would you? Right, right. I mean, I understand there's such a thing as a fair weather fan, and if that makes me a fair weather fan, then I'll accept that title because I'm not entertained when it's that bad. I can take a loss, but when it's that bad, it's not even fun to watch. Why would I keep it on? I remember in the second quarter being like, you know, this feels like one of those games that the Bears win in stupid fashion. And then in the third quarter, I'm like, I think maybe I'm strong. <laughs> I'm out. That's it. Yeah. So what the I hell happened? It. What happened, Waleed? What do you think happened? Oh, I could tell you exactly what happened. Let's see. Um... Uh, here's a tweet that I saw. Justin Fields' wide receivers were open in 29% of plays, worse than the NFL. His O-line allowed a 50% pressure rate, worse than NFL. And his play caller got him outside of the pocket, 6% of dropbacks. You know what happened? Matt Nagy happened. <laughs> Matt Nagy. And here's the thing that kills me. What did he see? He said, it's on me. It's his fault. This is the ninth time that Matt Nagy has said that all accountability goes towards him. Ninth time in, uh, in two and a half years. He said, <laughs> Nine it, he, said it after, he said it three times in 2019. Now he has to be accountable for what happens. He did it four times in 2020. He's done it one time in 2021. A- after a certain point, accountability shouldn't mean getting fired. Like, how, how are you not? Miles Garrett was surprised that they didn't try rolling Justin Fields out. And his logic was, well, we figured they were going to take it away. You don't let a defense dictate what you're going to do. You attempt to do it and make them stop you. You come up with creative ways to do what you want to do. You don't just let them say, oh, we're going to take away our best option. No, you don't do that. Matt Nagy, I'm done with you. I'm I'm 100% done with this. Yeah, that's pure straight living in fear. And this is supposed to be a fearless game. Yeah, he used to he used to make way more bold calls. He's just grown more and more conservative uh, the longer he's running this offense. And frankly, like the offense was running better when he gave up play calling duties last year, and then he took him back. He doesn't want to be a head coach. He wants to be an offensive coordinator. So fire and let him be, fire him and let him be one somewhere else. Okay, so let's talk quarterback situation then. If Andy Dalton cannot Andy play. Dalton's not playing. Is he's he not playing. He's out. Okay, so... so yeah, he, I mean, like, all, everything about his in- injury indicates a multiple weeks, uh, few weeks missed. Okay, so how does like, Justin... Like, early duty back is next week. So how does Justin Fields respond to this, do you think? Um, I mean, I don't know that it's a question of how Justin Fields responds to it. Justin Fields looked like a rookie, but I, I didn't put that loss on him. I mean, there's only so many times you can punch a man in the face before he starts getting jittery. Yeah, I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of hoping he has the, know, I'm kind of hoping he has the Aaron Rodgers reaction. You know, like, like I, I want to know how the Bears respond to the offensive line being straight trash. Oh no, that was that was like, the worst I've seen them. Jason Peters and uh, Jermaine Effetti. Why they still believe in Jermaine Effetti, I have no idea. That man is one of the worst offensive linemen in the NFL. And I understand he wasn't intended to be a starter, but I don't even know why you would roster a guy that you know if he goes on the field is just going to fail. I'd at least rather have someone young and new who might not suck than a veteran who I know that does. Like... NFL coaches' insistence on, like, sticking with bad veterans. Another reason why Matt Nagy should be fired. Yep. Okay. I can get behind all that for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the the rest of the season then. I took a day off, and I'm, I'm this heated. Imagine how <laughs> mad I would have been yesterday when I've already had, Mon- I had Monday to cool off. He was physically ill yesterday, uh, unfortunately. Because but- of that marriage. 
Yeah, right. It's just it was it was not good, and I, I want to know how, what do you, what do you think it means for the rest of the season? Is this is this a Honestly, Cleveland, I have Cleveland being in the AFC Championship game this year. I have them as one of the best teams in the NFL. The fact that the Bears got their butts handed to them um, doesn't mean much because Cleveland's going to do that to a lot of teams. That team is built, uh, I mean, that that's one of the best rosters in football. So losing to them, uh, there is no shame in losing to the Cleveland Browns this year. Uh, however, the Bears did decide to lose to them in the most shameful way possible. That's the problem. You needed to come out there and at least at least try to be competitive. At least try to like respond to what they were doing. That was disgusting. And honestly, it's all in the Bears' offense. Because that Bears defense did everything they could. That game should have got out of hand in the halfway through the second quarter. And the Bears did some like had some great stops. The Bears defense, I have zero problems with. Like, yeah, you got, like, they ran it up on you in the third quarter after you were on the field for 90% of the play. Are like, you that's t- just going to happen are if you, you let your me, defense stay out there. Are you telling me we have a proportionally better defense uh, as opposed to our offense? Are you telling me that what? Yeah, what? I, I know. <laughs> like, it's just like we always have. Like, the more <laughs> things change, the more things stay the same. And it's really depressing. And I still believe in Justin Fields. I just don't believe in his coaching staff anymore. And truth be told, like, I have to remind myself not to, like, let myself be convinced when they beat the Lions because they probably will beat the Lions because the one thing the Lions have been doing this year is they've been losing in hilarious fashion. I won't be surprised if it happens this next week. Also, I won't be surprised if the Lions just straight up beat the Bears, in which case you have a problem because the Lions have one of the worst routers in football. All right. Well, well, we can hope for the better, but we all know about hope. Uh, we do have to cut it right there. Uh, Wally Dismail, FootballAbsurdity.com. I'm happy to be an outlet for you to release your Chicago Bears anger every single week. Let's talk on Monday after Bears and Lions. All right. Uh, I dread it, honestly. <laughs> I am terrified of what is coming. This this feels like the beginning of the end. Like Just, uh, just journey down a deep, dark chasm like just plummeting into the void of nothingness. You know, for me, it makes for better. For me at this point, it makes for better radio when the bears lose horribly. (laughs) Yeah. uh, For more dark and depressing thoughts for me, follow me on Twitch. (laughs) What is your, how how do you find you on Twitch? Same handle? Our Twitch channel. Football absurdity. Uh, yeah, we're just starting to build content there. Uh, honestly, great stuff. If you do fantasy football, we got our sit-start show. We also have Bet Now, where we'll start going through the lines, and you'll see uh, what I did right and what I did wrong. Surprisingly, <laughs> I did just as much right this week as I did wrong, I think, which is really surprising to me. Right on, man. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, Waleed. Little four nine the morning X and uh, Matt Hall's in the room here. What's up, buddy? Hey, good morning. I uh, woke up late today, so I uh, you ever like you wake up and you're like, oh no, I'm not gonna make it, and then you're all rushed, and that's just how the day starts. Like, holy crap, my day has started. Yeah, and that's when everybody gets in front of you and drives like ten miles per hour. Uh, uh, no, Mulford here in Rockford is like Talladega Raceway at five thirty in the morning. People are going so fast. Where are you going so fast this morning? Well, you get lucky then, because when I come here and I'm running late, that's when I that's when a semi truck decides to get in front of me and be in front of me until I get to work. I, I can't semi trucks on 39, right? Yeah, and I get it. You got I get it. We need semi trucks, but we do give them their own highway already because they're in my way. 
that, or, or an extra lane or something that they can drive in. Yeah, it's called the right lane, and I don't know why they keep getting in the left lane, but it's pissing me off. You know, that would take a lot of infrastructure if we just built a whole other highway system for semi-trucks. <laughs> well, we're spending money on a lot of stuff we don't need to spend money That's on. That's true. You know, if Elon Musk and um, what's-his-face Bezos should get together and, and give some of their money and do it. Yeah, quit building dick rockets and build us another highway for the trucks. No kidding, right? <laughs> those guys. I'm, you know what? I'm sick of those guys. Yeah, me too. Do something useful, would you? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, speaking of lots and lots of money, big deal going down Chicago Bears spending <sighs> multi millions on uh, a new quarterback, a new O line. No, 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 no. Uh, perhaps uh, a new head coach. No, nope, all you're wrong on all of those things. What is it, Matt? It's the new stadium. They're going to move to Arlington Heights. They stunk so bad on Sunday, they had to move the team to Arlington Heights. It has nothing to do with Sunday's game. I know, this has I actually know. been in the works for quite some time. I know. So, so I mean, how, how, how do we feel about this? Are we in? Are we in the yes or no camp? You know what? I'm in the no camp, and apparently, I'm the only person in the no camp. Everybody <laughs> I've talked to here in the building, everybody, I, all my Bears fan friends, all of them are in agreement that it should go out there because of you know easier to get to and all the other reasons. But the Bears play outside. The Bears play in December in the snow. The Bears play in Chicago. I don't want to see them in the suburbs. It just doesn't feel right well, to me. Well, Arlington Raceway is also going to be outside. Well, they're obviously going to build a stadium like that one in Los Angeles with the fancy retractable roof and the artificial grass. And No, I did, don't want any of did that. Did any article you read say that? No, or, or are but you just speculating? I'm speculating because I'm jumping you, to conclusions. You have no good reason to be against it, so you're inventing reasons in your head to be against the purchase. Come on, dude. You know they're going to build it with one of those fancy retractable roofs so they can have events and things like that. There, They're not going to build an outdoor stadium. I mean, they should. They it's, should. It's already an outdoor stadium. All they got to do is build some stands around the field. They'll tear that thing down, the concourse. They've got to. What are they going to do with all the dead horses they buried there? <laughs> Was that where they're at? Under, underneath Soldier Field, there's a thousand dead horses. <laughs> Is there going to be a curse on, a, <laughs> on the Bears Stadium? It's already cursed. Before they even get in there? How do you feel? Would you like it in Arlington Heights? I, I don't go to enough Bears games to give a crap. I would love to go to more. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily think that would make it easier or harder. It's more of a nostalgia thing for me. My, an old man, you know, oh, how dare they change and move and everything else. Yeah, it's, it's Matt wondering where his prune juice is. But again... Push the glasses up off the tip of your nose already. The Bears play at Soldier Field. I'm sorry. They play in Chicago by the lakefront. They don't play in Arlington Heights. I don't even know where Arlington Heights is. Where is Arlington Heights? What made you the authority on where the Bears play? I, I am not the authority. I just... Well, it sounds like you are. I'm just one, again, I'm one guy bitching about a team moving that I, you know, have no say over, no control. The team is still going to be the team. It's the, not going to be the Arlington Bears? No, it's not. It's going to be the Chicago <laughs> Bears. And, uh, th- I, you know, I haven't done any research on this, but they won't be the only team that plays in a suburb of whatever city they're in. Well, let's move them to Rockford then, the Rockford Bears. The Rockford they could play, Bears. Could play out here. We'll find a nice spot for him. Where are you going to put the Bears Stadium in Rockford? I don't know. Uh, Sandy Hollow Golf Course right behind us. We'll just plow it over and build the stadium. Okay, there's enough room out there. There's enough room. So you don't, you don't want to have to go far at all to no, watch the Bears. No, I want the stadium right behind where we work. This was, a, this was an almost $200 million deal. I know. Where's that money come from? I don't know. They, they're not spending it on players or coaches, so they, they're definitely got to use it for something good. Who do they even play this weekend? I don't even know. But I do agree, like, why, what was wrong with Soldier Field? Like, what, what's going on with that? What, what happens to Soldier Field after the purchase? 
Exactly. It's just going to stay there. You're gonna. What are you going to do with it? Well, the, the more time for Taylor Swift concerts and uh, <laughs> Rolling Bieber. Stones to come by and play, and Kevin Hart to do comedy. If Kevin Hart sells out Soldier Field, that's pretty amazing. I thought he did, didn't he? No, there's 60,000 people. Play, he was playing football stadiums at one point. Was he? Yes. Wow. Which is that's out of impre- control. That's impressive. Out of control. That's impressive. It is. It is. I think he played like the biggest crowd ever for a stand-up comic. And I'm, mm, I might just be talking out of my ass there, but I feel like I remember something well, like that happening. The, the souls of a thousand dead horses <laughs> lie, lie beneath... Soldier Field. I think, I think we found the new team name. The Chicago Zombie Horses. <laughs> Works for me. This show may contain adult content. Not suitable for kids. You can change the station or you can be the cool parents. Totally up to you. This is the Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. Smashing Pumpkins singing about how today is the greatest day. Uh, not such a good day for me over here. <laughs> Having computer issues, trying to like get things done, and when the computer is slowing down... Um, it makes me upset, and I had a, a, a moment where I pounded on the desk in frustration, and uh, I discovered, Dan, that there is a funny bone in your wrist. Because <laughs> I found the exact right spot. You know, you have the funny bone in your elbow, right? You knock that on, like, a corner of the wall or something, and... and you Common, can, you yeah. Can, you can feel it all the way down to your wrist and your fingertips, right? Well, I found that same nerve in my <laughs> wrist, and uh, it feels really tingly and silly right now. But it was before you got here, because I only throw tantrums in private. Um, I'm a grown-up now. That's what you do. <laughs> you don't throw tantrums in front of people. Why not? <laughs> but no, you know the feeling, the, the frustration with technology when you're trying to get something done? Yeah, and it, it never works when you need it. And it's like work. on a day when you would have been way ahead uh-huh. if the computer hadn't been just... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've been screwed by technology. <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's been a rough week for that in general. Not just here, but at home too. I was trying to edit a video earlier this week, and oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you what, I could have thrown my laptop in the toilet. Like it was, It's been one of those weeks, so um, I might need a good weekend. So what do you got for me? Yeah, so... Oh, let me, let me introduce you, like a professional yeah, yeah. would do. It's Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau here. Uh, you can follow along with what we're talking about at GoRockford.com. So let's try that again. What do you got going on this weekend? All right. We, uh, we have, maybe you could uh, relax a little bit and check out some nice, peaceful art at the fall art scene this Friday and Saturday from 4 to 9 p.m. at various locations. That might be good. Yes. So it's hosted by the Rockford Area Arts Council. They put out a map. All the art is at these different locations on a map, and it's free, and you get to go check it out. And I believe if you want to purchase some, you can. Good. Uh, that, that's good. A little bit of, a little bit of uh, culture in my life. Yeah, there you go. And then, um, so, if do you get into arts and crafts? You mean like doing them myself? Y- yes. Well, let me tell you what. If you want horrible arts and crafts, you come to me. <laughs> All right. Well, if you, if you want some good arts and crafts, you might have to go to a Cider and Cinnamon Arts and Craft Fair out at the Edgebrook Shopping Mall Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4. You know that project in, in like like elementary school where you use macaroni on a paper plate to, yep. to make like a picture? <laughs> yeah, I failed that project. Okay. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. I, in grade school, I always tried really hard, but I'm sure my stuff never looked, never looked near as good as the other. <laughs> other kids <laughs> yeah not good i can't make i can't i can't make things i don't know what it is i, I can create things digitally i can create things all, with audio you know uh, but i've never been Just, able to make something that's all right each person has their own gift i can make good food there you go that's that's about it though <laughs> it doesn't look good though when i make i watch these like baking shows on yeah. tv and uh <clears throat> because my wife watches them not me and uh <laughs> like they, they make these cakes that like look like something 
never in a million years. Never in a million <laughs> years. They'd be like, okay, now your assignment is to make a cake that looks like a house, and mine would just be like a blob of frosting. That's, that's just what it would look like. <laughs> uh, Great British Breaking Show? Yes, exactly. That's, that's a good one. That's yeah, and they got a new season out. I mean, okay. <clears throat> I, mean I don't watch that show. <laughs> it's, it's always good. Always good to have on. Then, so finally, this if you're not relaxed from those events, you might relax at this one, at the Whiskey and Wine at the Market. So City Market Pavilion on Saturday from two to five, um, have whiskey and wine tastings. It's put on by Artale Wine Company, so it'll be good. People love their wine, man. Pe- people do love their wine. I mean, whiskey's whiskey to me, but like people just love their wine. I mean, there are wine snobs, yeah, but then there are people who just love wine. They just, yeah. Like you see memes on Facebook from like most most <laughs> yeah. of my friend, well, most of my lady friends uh, that are like, oh my god, wine, and I'm, uh, you know. Like, it's just like juice. It's just it tastes like rotten grape juice to just, me. Just like juice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's- I like the white wines. It's fine, but when you get into the reds, it's just this is this is grape juice that somebody left out uh, yeah. in a barrel <laughs> for centuries, and now it tastes rotten. Or sweet or dry or semi-sweet. Sweet. The sweeter, the better. Yeah, just sweet. Same for yeah. me. <laughs> it's gross. It's it's not good. Talking about wine pairings on our on the wine, rock station on the rock here. Station, yeah. Yes. Mm, no, I'm talking about how wine tastes like puke. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about over here. Give me whiskey all day. I'll, okay. I'll have a, a when I do a stand up show as a tradition. I will drink a shot of whiskey and a beer before every show. There you not go. more than that, and not less. A shot of whiskey and a beer. Uh, no wine involved ever. No. No. And plus it knocks you right out, man. Yeah, it the makes wine? you sleepy. Mm. You don't need that. Nope, not yep. good. So, yes, as always, we have more events going on this weekend. So these are just a few we can talk about. So head to GoRockford.com to see the full listing and sign up for our weekly e-blast where highlights will be delivered straight to your inbox. When are you going to bring me some dude stuff in here, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, how about like a zombie motorcycle ride or something yeah, like that? You know, I, uh, yeah. We're going to have to arrange some of that stuff just so you can talk about it, right? Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Our, our listeners are not all, um, all masculinity all the time. We got some lady listeners and we got some guy listeners who are maybe into wine just because I think it's gross and just because I think the British baking show is stupid. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't watch it ever. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean that our listeners are the same way. Yeah, you, the, know. you never know. You never know. So go to GoRockford.com. It's, it's some stuff to take your kids out to, not the whiskey and wine thing. Uh, but yeah, have some fun this weekend. And Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau, as always, thanks for joining me. You're listening to Kev. Think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred? On the morning X. Uh, it happened again this morning, and I'm, I'm I'm concerned about myself. It hasn't happened in a while, but I woke up at like 4 a.m. The rash? No, no. not this time. No, that's cleared up. Oh, good. that's good. We're all good. Yeah, the burn is gone. But uh, I woke up at 4 a.m. and was sure I saw a wasp in my bedroom and got up and ran down the hallway. Uh, this happens maybe three or four times a year. But I thought I was beating it this year. I thought I was beating my uh, half and half sleepwalking problem with the wasps, but it's back. See, you were really you kept it together well at the golf outing because there were a lot of bees, and you were you were cool. Not just bees at the golf outing. There there were wasps. There were there were yellow jackets that they really loved the smell of that Oktoberfest. They did. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and I was fine. Uh, there were a couple of moments where I. Uh, Almost ran or almost fell out of the golf cart. Yeah. Uh, but there's this thing that happens three or four times a year when I wake up. I think I see a wasp or a bee or something. It's either on my pillow or, or floating around the bedroom. And it causes me to get up physically out of the bed and run. 
And uh, I went all the way down the hallway in my apartment, and I hit every light switch on the way. Just on instinct. Just fight or flight, boom. And uh, I think I know why it's coming back, the problem, uh, because... I got the willies because there's uh, outside of my apartment on the overhang above my balcony. I believe there's a nest up there of wasps. And oh. I, I watch them every day kind of floating in and out of that thing. So I kind of watch them out my uh, uh, balcony door. I don't go out there anymore. This like, sounds exhausting. It is. It, it's, it's awful. It's like one of, those, it's one of those things where I'm constantly vigilant because I know they're out there. And I can't, I can't, like, I, it's hard to think about something else when I see them. So it's, see, it's I, I, I thought my thing with snakes and toilets was extreme. <laughs> but I haven't, like, I mean, to me, this is more of just like a, I always check before I sit down. And I'm always like, man, that, that could happen. It happens to people. But it's, I've never, like, run down the hall screaming and, or anything like that or flipping on lights or, uh, you know, that, I've never taken it that far. But I do have that irrational fear that uh, at some point I'm going to be sitting there and I'm either going to get bit in the ass or something's just going to pop up between my legs and I'd be like, this is happening. I knew it would happen one day. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't, I don't hallucinate wasps when I'm fully awake. Right. It's usually coming out of a, a dream state. Right. And I wake up and I'm sure that it's there. Sure. And it causes me to get up and run. Hmm. My dog looks at me like, what the hell are you doing? And, uh, you know, like I didn't wake up my wife this morning, but sometimes she wakes up and goes, what the hell are you doing? And cause I'll be like in the room, like dancing around or like swatting. You know, like just thinking, and she, it's it's a problem. And I, I've been working on it with a professional. <laughs> I've been working on it with a professional this year, uh, so that I don't have that fight or flight reaction when something like that happens, because I could hurt myself. Yeah, you know, uh, Mike Birbiglia, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. He had that uh, uh, whole story, real story that happened to him, where he was he thought missiles were coming, and it caused him to jump out of a third floor hotel window. And he broke his leg and, and all this stuff. So like he has to sleep in a sleeping bag with mittens on. Uh, for at least he did for a long time. Uh, and I, I don't want to get to that point. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I don't. It, it, scares, it scares the hell out of me sometimes uh, because it's very real when I wake up. It's I'm sure it's in the room. I'm sure it is. Or they. Sometimes it's a they. Sometimes they're floating all over the place. Sometimes it's just one like this morning. But it was a big one. So like man, I, I ran. I literally literally got out of my bed and ran. And it had been in the pitch dark, and I didn't know it was there. Could have ran right into the door or into the corner of the wall and bust my head open, you know. So it's a concern, and I don't want to run out the window one day. Yeah, I don't blame you. So that's I, a lot to deal with, man. It's it's crazy what we can conjure up, right? I mean, especially when you're half asleep like that. Yeah, it's just. And okay, you might ask, why haven't I contacted maintenance and asked them if they could get rid of the the nest? Oh, no, I was, oh the, the nest. Yeah, good call. That's a good point. Because that, that I think that's what's making me nervous and what's causing me to have those half-and-half half waking dreams. So, like, what I'm nervous about, though, is that they're, they're going to have to get up there via my apartment. So uh-huh. they're going to have to be there with the door open while they mess with this wasp nest up there, and I'm going to have them in my apartment then. They really are going to be in there. I'm also afraid to find out. That they are in the walls, in the attic, because we have like an attic above our mm-hmm. apartment. We're allowed to use it, but we don't. Uh, and I'm, I'm just scared they're up there and that they're going to break down a wall or something. And they're just, it's just, I'm going to find out that there's millions of them and uh, that they picked me because they know. It's like you're living in Amityville horror, but it's wasps. Yeah. It, yeah. One day. One day I'm going to come home and it's just going to be they're all They're going to be yelling, get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm haunted by these things. It's been a problem my whole life. It's not even like, I've not, and I've been stung. It has nothing to do with that. Right, it has nothing to do with it. It's just my stupid anxiety, uh, and like I just I, I see the way they look makes me uh, nervous. 
It's just a thing. I don't know what it is, uh, but appropriate because it's now Halloween season and we're allowed to be scared, right? I guess, but this sounds a little bit deeper than just being scared. Like me, me warning my wife to check for snakes before she goes to the bathroom <laughs> is way less than what you're going through, man. I mean, yours is still a little bit messed up, and and you know, uh, mine's just irrational. <laughs> mine's as it's absolutely irrational. Mine's irrational too. It's also part of the reason why I'll never travel to Australia. I don't trust it. They're doing nothing <laughs> to prevent snake attacks. They're showing up in showers over there. I, I everything in Australia wants to kill you. And and that happens here too. Texas, Florida, you know, woman yeah. wakes up to eight foot boa constrictor in her bed. You know, yeah. it's like, well, what, where the hell? How do they get in? Well, you got to leave Florida out of that equation, man. That's a whole <laughs> other situation down there. Well, no, it's 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 very scary. It's it's a very it's a very it's a big. Well, problem. at least it's going to get cold soon, and you don't have to worry about the wasps. Yeah, and that it it, it ruins summer for me because I like I like the summer weather, but it also attracts these a hole. Insects, uh, and this time of year, they're the bitchiest that they are all year. Is, I didn't know that. Is late fall, or I'm sorry, late summer, early fall, when it's time for them to start packing up. You know, uh-huh. like they're all yeah, really bitchy. Over. Gotta go. Honeybees will straight up dive bomb your ass this time of year. Like they don't even care if you're bothering them or not. They are they are really ornery this time of year. You have way more info on this than I thought you would. It's because I study my enemies. I study them very closely. I could tell you genuses. I could tell you their behaviors. I could tell you which ones look scarier than they are. Uh, for example, uh, and we don't have to deal with this too badly this year, but there's something called the cicada killer yeah, wasp. Yeah, right. I've heard of that. They're real big mother effers. And, uh, they look terrifying, but from what I understand, they don't care about you. They don't. They, they're not. If you, Unless you literally go into the ground to mess with their nest, uh, they're not going to even come near you. They're just there to kill cicadas and go home, uh, which, great, but it looks like the scariest wasp uh, in history, and they're, ma- they're massive. So, And I had one of those in my car, and I almost died when I was in high school uh, because it was in my car. Oh, my God. I almost crashed uh, because of it. Um, but, and I heard their sting is very mild, as big as they are. Unless you're a cicada. Oh, yeah. If you're a cicada, you're in trouble. (laughs) So well. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, 2024 is the next time the uh, big brood of cicadas is coming. Uh Uh-huh. And I I don't don't do well with cicadas either. It's just as bad. So uh, (laughs) that's going to be a great year. Four nine the morning X and uh, happy Halloween season officially. Look at that, we're there, Matt. Thank God, my favorite time of year, October first. I don't like to blow my wad too soon on Halloween. <laughs> you don't? No, like you know, you guys were going to haunted houses last week. I'm like, it's not October yet. What hey, are you doing? When you get invited to go through a haunted house, you go. And furthermore. Why didn't they ask anybody from this radio station to go to that haunted house? I I, I don't know. They, they should have. They go over to the cookie cutter Christmas station. <laughs> but they don't come and ask you. We play bands that dress up in Halloween costumes. Nobody asked you us to too. go. A lot of your bands wear scary masks, and yeah. they still <laughs> nobody not asked ask us. You. Yeah, well, you can still go through. It's fine. Well, I'll go through with you. But you, your your uh, admission was covered when you did that, right? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Yes, right. So yes, I'm gonna have was. to take money out of my own pocket. <laughs> To well, go into a social media video? Forget it. It's It was worth it, though. It's worth it. It's a good time. Did you get scared? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, the the, haunt, the actors, they come right up to you, and they, they get right in your face, kind of, and like they taunt you a little bit. I didn't know that. I wasn't aware of that part. Yeah, it used to be they just jumped out at you. No, no, now they're like... Now they're like, I know your credit score, mother effer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they actually do. I'm like, I know. It's, it's in the 700s. It's very good. I'm very responsible. Leave me alone. Uh, so uh, what was the scariest part? 
Um, there is this, uh, well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Well, uh, I mean, you know, you can say. It's well, fine. Don't say which one you went to. All right. Well, there was a lady in the kitchen, and she kept getting right in my face. And she was like, <laughs> you want something to eat? Huh? huh? I got to slave all day over this hot stove. And she got all mad at me, and I told her that she needed to get out more, and she didn't like that one. <laughs> so, see, I talked back to him, and I don't know if you're supposed to do that Yeah, or not. I don't think it's supposed to be a conversation. No. <laughs> I don't think cracking jokes at him is going to help. I was like, you need a night out in the town, lady. And she's like, a night out in the town, a night out. And then she went nuts. Uh, that's awesome. It was fun, though. I'd see, but that was part of the fun. Yeah, I wasn't invited, and I'm angry. That's fine. Okay. So do you have a go-to Halloween movie? Halloween movie? You know, I, Kev, I'm not a scary movie guy at all. I know that, but you and I were talking about a particular movie the other day. and, and Hubie Halloween? No. no. <laughs> Look out! Not, it's Halloween, everybody! Oh, yeah. Adam Sandler's uh, attempted a Halloween movie last year, which was f- a fun Halloween movie. It was, movie. you know what, I will say this, uh, it was fun. It was fun. I, it was not good. But it was Adam Sandler being Adam Sandler. Yeah. Ooh, I'm an underdog. <laughs> I have a magical can of soup that I bring to wherever I go. Right. He does. He brings soup with him to, yeah, whatever. Uh, you and I were talking about Monster Squad. Oh, dude, love Monster Squad. This is from like 1989. It's yes. about a group of kids who have like a monster club. They love the Frankenstein, Dracula movies, uh, those type of things. And uh, real monsters come and nobody believes them. So it's up to them to stop the monsters. Yes, it's such a good movie. It's such a good 80s movie. Yes, classics, right? Classic lines uh, like Wolfman's Got Nards. Kick him in the nards! Kick him in the nards! Kick him in the nards! Go in, go in! Boom. Wolfman's Got Nards! That's right. I love it. I yeah, because there's a conversation early in that movie where they're discussing whether or not Wolfman has junk, yeah. right? And then that was uh, proven. You know, I will say too, Dracula comes off as kind of a creep in that movie. Well, I, I hope so. Uh, if Dracula just seems like a businessman, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I know, but <laughs> 80s, like he was creepy even for the 80s. Well, yeah, and he has this uh, this great line, like as far as line delivery goes, this might be the best Dracula, or the best line delivery. Uh, he, okay, let me just preface this. This is towards the end of the movie. Dracula's got a five-year-old girl yes. who has this amulet that he's looking for. He picks her up by the neck. She's like five. And says this. Give me the amulet, you bitch. <laughs> oh, a five-year-old girl. That, are you kidding me? Classic 1980s for you. Oh, but I just, I just love that delivery. You bitch. Why is it that <laughs> monsters or whatever are always looking for an amulet? We must find the amulet before the next full moon. Why it, is that? Well, they got to have something. What is an amulet? What is an amulet? I don't even know. It does something, right? It's got some kind of powers. I feel it's, like it's just like the Tesseract in the, uh, oh, in the Marvel movies. See, now you're speaking my language. Yeah, it's it's got like a power that everyone desires. It's like the... You uh, must give me the amulet. <laughs> you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> and then, of course... She should be like, I'm five. <laughs> right. Uh, you a-hole, I'm five. And then there's this line. Creature stole my Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> now you want me to make me go home and watch this. Yeah, and uh, I asked on our Facebook page, what are your go-to Halloween movies? And uh, I was expecting to get more responses, to be no. honest. Well, I mean, a lot of people probably aren't going to go old school like this one. They're going to go newer. Well, no, some people like Hocus Pocus, which is always good. It's always fun Halloween movies. I've never seen that one, but every, well, every woman. I think it's a requirement if you're a woman, you have to like <laughs> Hocus Pocus and no, watch it. No, I'm not a woman, and I love Hocus Pocus. Yeah. That's just because I love Halloween-themed things, yeah, yeah. and it's it's not bad. It, it could be worse for like a Disney-ish type of movie. Is Scream? Scream a Halloween movie? Of course. I like the original one. I like when uh, the guy gets, like, at the end, he's like, my mom's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> 
Great line. Great line. I don't I forget. Is that like a, They find out he's the killer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom's going to be so mad. Uh, William says Nightmare Before Christmas and Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, Ernest. How many Ernest movies are there? Too many. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the family guy where he's like trying to decide between Ernest goes to the beach and Ernest, Ernest doesn't, doesn't go to the go beach. To the beach. <laughs> Right. <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, uh, you know what the thing about Dust Till Dawn is? I did not know it was a vampire movie going into it. I thought it was just your classic uh, Tarantino uh, gangster movie, right? So George Clooney, and they're all at this. I'm like, this is pretty good. They're out in the desert. They're at this bar. And then everyone turns into <laughs> vampires. And I'm like, what is going on? If I would have known that, I would have been okay. I, I thought it was ridiculous after that because I couldn't buy in. I wish I would have known that's what it was. How did you not know? That's my question. I did not. No one told me. <laughs> I swear. And then I was like, Tar- it was really good up to that you point. You had never seen a trailer or no, anything like I went that? In, I went in cold. No. I just knew it was Tarantino, and I knew it was probably a gangster kind of movie. <laughs> and it was up until, sure. you know, <laughs> until that part. It was definitely a strange follow-up to Pulp Fiction. We'll put it that and way. Th- that's the thing, too. It came out right after... Yeah. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Nobody was really expecting that. But, a young uh, Jordan. Well, not young, but it was, it's it was, actually it's not pretty a, young. It's yeah. not a bad movie if you if you watch oh, it. Oh, it's definitely cool. Danny so, Trejo's in it, right? I don't remember. I think he is. I don't know. It's, it's good, though. If you like vampire movies, it's it's classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On our Facebook page at the X Rockford, <laughs> you can send me a text. Text Kev and your response to 59457. Look at your go-to Halloween movies that are not Halloween, the movie Halloween. Give us your go-to movies, you, you bitch. bitch. <laughs> it went downhill from there. 104.9, The Morning X. Returning to the show for the first time since last season. Well, let's get his theme song going first. I get no yeah, when you hear that song, you know that Mr. Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs is on the phone. Mike, welcome back. Oh man, always always great to, to hear that that intro. You yeah. know, that gets my uh, my juices flowing on a Friday morning. <laughs> now I've been teasing all morning that I got Mike Peck in studio, and I even teased it yesterday. And I said Mike Peck's going to be in studio. We haven't had him in studio for a while. This is going to be a blast. And uh, here you are on the telephone. Explain yourself, I, sir. See, I was going to bring donuts. <laughs> and the line at the at the donut shop, I'm not going to name which one, was was way too long. Okay. You know, I was even going to bring coffee, so I'm here stuck in the drive-through line. I was going to bring you donuts, coffee, everyone there at the X, and it just the line was too long. Yeah, well, you know, we'll go ahead and take down the Welcome Back Mike Peck sign. Uh, we're going to cancel the strippers. We had like a pony ride and a donkey here. You know, it was going to be this big blowout, but we'll go ahead and cancel all that. Well, I, I'm allergic to donkeys, so it's probably a good thing. How do you um, find that? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate. Um, so, but maybe next, maybe next Friday or some Friday in the in the near future. I don't want to know how somebody would know they were allergic to donkeys. I just, like that's that's one thing I don't want to find out. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we are here, and uh, looks like ice hog season is uh, coming right up. I mean, like it's right around the bend. Oh, it's uh, yeah. That that uh, that is a train horn uh, that you're playing right there. That's our, our, our horn is actually a train horn, and we feel. A big old freight train coming down the pike here. Uh, That's right. Coming down the line. So we're, it is, a, our, our training camp actually starts here this weekend. Uh, the Blackhawks training camp opened last weekend. So we follow about a week later. So yeah, our first preseason games are next Thursday and Friday, uh, in Iowa. Uh, Coralville actually, uh, is where the preseason games will be played. If you know where Coralville is, congratulations. <laughs> I didn't before, uh, before they said, Hey, we're playing some games in Coralville. 
they were what they were in the heck is that? So like, hi, right next to I'm Iowa in City, Coralville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but our, our opening game is actually October 15th. So we're, uh, we're, we're like two weeks away from our first actual regular season game. Uh, but we're going to be on the road for the first three weeks. So uh, we don't have a fir- our first home game till, till Saturday, October, November 6th. All right. I'm glad, so you brought up, over a month away. I'm glad you brought up home games because I got to ask the big question. Will there be fans in the stands this year? Oh, there will be fans. Yes! And we can't wait. Yeah. Woo! Let's get that goal horn going again. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And, uh, I think I, I, I expressed my feelings about how last season went without fans, um, and it, it wasn't great. So, yeah, no, no um, nobody liked that. <laughs> no, no. So this year, we're, we're, we can't wait to get fans back in the building. So, uh, you know, behind the scenes, we got a lot of things we still got to do. Um, there, there's some renovations in the building going on. Um, next year, there's going to be more major renovations, which is going to be really exciting. But, uh, yeah, it, it's coming quick. And, um, you know, this weather's kind of got my, my internal clock all jacked up. You yeah. know, it's like I, I still <laughs> feel like we're, we're in August, but, you know, we're, we're actually in October. So, um, but it, we can't wait to get the season going. Yeah, Mike, last year was kind of an amended season, a shortened season. Are we playing a full, a full season this year? Yeah, full season. Yes. Um, so our, we, we are actually reducing the number of games. We're playing 72 games moving forward. Uh, so four less games than what our, our old normal was. Okay. But no, full season, uh, opening up full capacity. Masks will be required, obviously. Uh, that, that pretty much goes without saying. But, uh, yeah, right. we're, 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 we're pumped. We can't wait to get this, uh, this thing going. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, I miss going to the Ice Hogs games and, uh, and, and just, just seeing the the fans get into it and it's uh, having a good time out there. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, and it's, it's been a long time, you know, it's kind of funny. We've been walking, you know, doing some walkthroughs in the building and there's people that, that almost two years since I've been in this place. <laughs> and that's, uh, it's crazy to think, but also a little sad, you know, it's like, man, it's almost been two years. Yeah, I know it's been what, 18, 19 months. It's just so crazy and it started, but uh, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, maybe didn't make a game two years ago and um, it's been a long time. So just to, to kind of open the doors again and get people back in here, I think it's going to really, you know, I, there's, there's excitement in, in the community, which is cool. So whose job is it to vacuum all the dust off of the fan seats out there? Holy cow, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, not only that, you know, they, they tore out the arena floor this summer, uh, which is the reason that our season's starting at home in November, because uh, the, the floor's still setting up with the concrete there. So it's, uh, it's, it's extra dusty. So that's going to be – I'm, I'm pretty sure they started that three weeks ago, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be cleaning seats up until the minute we open the doors. That's all how dusty it's been. <laughs> well, man, we're definitely looking forward to it. And the first season uh, owned by the Chicago Blackhawks, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. So we're, we're really excited about that. Uh, the Blackhawks is committed to this community. You know, this team uh, team's going to be here for a long time. Uh, now there's some, obviously, the renovations we've talked about. That's happening here this, this year, next summer. So a lot of changes going on, a lot of positive changes. And uh, you know, it's just going to solidify this team's future in Rockford. That's awesome, Mike. Well, we definitely appreciate that. Hey, I got a phone call coming in. Let's let's take a phone call on line one. Hi, the X. Kevin, Mike back. I'm out front here. Hey, uh, Mike. Uh, I'm on the other <laughs> line with Mike. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> Kevin, Mike back. I'm I love that here. guy. I guess I guess I don't know which which side of the fence. You better go let him in though, because I bet you it's cold out there. <laughs> I just like to spring that clip on you. Like, ah, oh, we gotta let you go because you're here. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, we hope we hope that that is the case uh, next time we talk to you. We're gonna we're, we're gonna start picking up uh, regular regular weekly segments with Mike Peck from the Ice Hogs uh, right before the regular season starts. So uh, we're looking forward to having you in studio, and we can uh, both uh, awkwardly not talk about how much weight we've both gained. And, uh, <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> we'll talk to you then, and of course, IceHogs.com to keep up with everything that's going on. Mike Peck, thank you very much. Talk to you soon. All right, Jeff. Thanks. Bye bye. And that's the Morning X This Week podcast. Thanks for listening to all the clips we thought didn't suck this week. If you'd like to make a comment, you can leave it on the X voicemail line, 815-575-XVM1. Let us know you listen to the podcast.